Welcome, welcome to another episode of We Woke Up For This. I'm here with Loki and Pleed. How are y'all doing? Still Still a good night so far. Still recovering from the fact Max Verstappen just did what he did. <laughs> that was foul, foul man. He just decided to play on easy mode. AI on 0%. It's just ridiculous. Uh, the cards just fell into his hands. Yeah. So let's start with some of the grid penalties. Uh, lead. I think you're the more knowledgeable one. What happened with all those grid penalties? Sure. So since the beginning, or at least the last few years of the hybrid powertrains, they've gone to this token system to eliminate essentially what would happen back in the days. You'd have a practice engine, a qualifying engine, which would be pushed to the absolute limit that the engine could go good for three, four laps, and it would die. And then you would have a race engine. So the token system eliminates that. You get three, I think, power units this year for the whole year. And so it's up to you to maintain them, um, refurbish them, and use them. If you go over using four or five more, if you're some of the old Renault engines that would blow up in five seconds, um, you get a grid penalty. So it is a component-based penalty system, like example five for the gearbox. Uh, I think it's ten for ERS components. But if you go over and you can burn to replace the entire power unit, this year they changed it to where you don't get a fifty-place grid penalty. You just go to the back of the grid, except unless you're Botas, and then you get a twenty-five-place grid penalty. Yeah, that, that was a weird one. He was going to start with thirty. Was absurd. <laughs> yeah. They have to, what, they have like to let 30? the first five cars go through on the first lap, and then he can be released. <laughs> yeah, and he'd still lap the Williams at this year. Yeah, well, not one, one Williams. <laughs> yeah, the William. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's go over it. So those are the grid penalties. So we had the top two. Uh, well, Max and the clerk starting fourteen, fifteen, correct? Yes. Uh, and we had two starting from the the pit lane, which were the both Alpha Tories. Yeah, super convenient. Right? And, uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about that first lap on that lights away we go. Uh, I, I just saw Checo not going anywhere. He was just skating. Checo there. decided to go, you know, this way <laughs> instead of you know, down the track. Yeah, I saw that. Like he was, it he was, was. He almost hit Alonso, right? Yeah, he it was an interesting move from the Max book, and then almost dropped the book. Yeah, yeah. That... He read the wrong page, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he just tried to cover him off like too quick. I think, like you have to get some some going this way before you can have some going this way, and he just launched to the right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at how Max lines up. He points. Four to five degrees, probably towards the other side of the grid. So he's still going mostly forward, and then can cover off. Checo was pointed mostly <laughs> towards the other side of the grid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was super aggressive, um, and it, you could see that it didn't pay off. It did not uh, pay off at all. What, what did he lose? Like three places right there at the start. Yeah, yeah, he was fifth yeah. by the by the end of that first corner. And yeah, spun his tires, had to get out of it, go straight, and then get back into it. As a, as a Checo fan, I was not happy about that. But then we got into a little incident that helped Checo in the long run. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that 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 incident, um, it it made the race for me. Um, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> what what um, what made you enjoy that? Which just, part? The air. <laughs> um, oh, why you got to just enjoy Mav Latifi losing it and taking out Botas? I didn't get much enjoyment out of that. No, that was not fun. Not on oh, his oh, birthday. Oh, the other Latifi incident. being. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, I don't. Know, I liked all parts of it, really. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I just thought Alonzo losing on the radio was funny. He just he is really kind of gone insane this year. <laughs> what the no idiot! What the idiot! He only knows how to drive from first. Uh, he I went. Mean, he went off. Yeah, he he really lost his cool there. Alonzo and Hamilton do not get along. They have not since. 2008 when Alonso went into McLaren wanting to be the lead driver and Hamilton's like, yeah, I'm going to go try and win a world title as a rookie. But, I mean, Hamilton had a good point in kind of in what he said, that these new cars just have, and the cars in general have this kind of insane blind spot right about where the rear tire is. And, I, I can't and even Hamilton imagine. just thought he was way ahead of him. He, admittedly, he, over, he didn't need to try and take the corner like that. He put himself in a situation, but yeah, Alonzo losing on the radio was pretty funny. That, that was the longest uh, radio message that I've seen written in a long time. <laughs> and uh, I, I gotta say... Half asterisks? Yeah. yeah. It, it's funny to see that being like played everywhere. Like It, it is just every F1 media outlet is like this like, yeah. talk of the town. They just took it and ran with it. Um, I think the yeah. media has been a little bit um, wanting for drama this year. It's been a little quieter than last. <laughs> but I do appreciate Hamilton completely <clears throat> blasting past the question in the interview. I don't care. Well, how, do you, <laughs> how do you feel about Alonzo? Like, whatever. Bye. Yeah. I mean, yeah, drop the mic and get out of there. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Just the only way to come out of that, like, as unscathed as possible uh, is to answer it as he did. Um what I thought was crazy is like he tried to continue racing after that. Yeah. Like you know that the floor was, you know, just tore up from that. Well, and if with them telling him to stop so aggressively, it would make me think that cooling lines probably popped or something in the engine just went haywire and so, it was about to explode. Yeah, something was getting hot. Yeah. Most I mean, likely. I mean we saw smoke as well at the end. That's why he yeah. was he had to use a extinguisher. I yeah, I thought that might have been fuel the way like just the color of it, like spraying it. I don't know. I didn't like it. It didn't look good. I'm, no. I'm I'm glad. I mean, both Alonso and Lewis are not hurt at all. Or I'm pretty sure he's sore out of that. But like, yeah. it could have been worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anytime that those kind of cars collide, there's very little between you and a serious yeah. incident. <laughs> No. With these cars, it seems to want to throw them into the air with wheel contact like that. That's what happened yeah. to Joe. Yep. In Britain, you know, you saw in the past where cars would just get thrown sideways and flip out of that, but now they seem to be going up, which is much scarier and increases that impact when it hits back down. Yeah, when you talk about a car that's so rigid anyway. Yeah. There's no give. Yeah, I wonder how um, many... How many but G's? speaking of cooling, um, my question is, what about the tear-off incident? How do we feel about that? <laughs> what, <t> <laughs> what, are, what are the odds? 
Are we just going to assume Max is a Jedi? Well, he... No, I'm going to say I Mario. I saw a theory. I saw a theory that it was Stroll's tear-off. It's That's not a, Max. I did see that, too. So, uh, I mean, I guess Ferrari's garage would have the tear-off, and they could probably tell you whose it was. And I think they all the said side. Yeah, I think they said it was Max's. I didn't think about that, but I did see one where like Stroll had a tear off that he let out this, right about the same time. But Stroll, yeah. Stroll is a it's paid actor, now. which is weird because at that point Stroll was ahead of Max Empire and Leclerc. And what? In what world has there happened? been has there been an incident like that before where a tear off did some damage? Because that happens all there the was... time during the race. That I recall. Well, there was one where Charles has got stuck on his on uh, Max's wing mirror. Uh, I think in yeah. Saudi Arabia this year. Yeah, yeah, I remember that where but he was trying to reach not in destructive front. and not really like harmful to the car, mm-hmm. but an, an annoyance and you know I guess every little bit of downforce or drag matters at that level. So, yeah. is that a product of the new cars and the fact they don't have the outwash? I would say that probably adds to it. I mean, if we see it more often now, uh, then something has to be done. But I think it was like one in a million chances of that happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Max couldn't do it. He tried. Yeah. But it couldn't have worked out better for him. Right. Not that I think it would have mattered anyway. Not the way he was driving. Charles with one less. Yeah. I mean, that. I saw someone the other day that was like, um, Red Bull has ceased production of F1 cars and has now made rocket engines. Um, <laughs> be advised. <laughs> like, it was on a different level. Like, the, the, a, Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're... I was I'm just going to say... Direction, so. Oh, I was going to say, the, the gap... Um, remind me, what is the straight at the end of uh, Radeon? The gap? Yeah. What? Uh, let's look. I, it's it's gonna an animal. S- I know. From the desert. Has oh, some camels. Camels. Camel straight. Camel, camel straight. It's not obviously not directly for that, but that's just the name of it. So it's no. I, I, I knew it, the, the name. Straight, is it the camel straight from like the old school sponsors or? I don't what remember is, offhand. I said, why is it called the camel straight? But when you were like watching that, I mean, there would be like five car links. And I don't know, within 400 meters of the next corner, Max will close in and pass. It was like unreal. They're like eight miles an hour faster. I'm like, that looks like 40. That, <laughs> that DRS. Like, that was no joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled K E M M E L, so obviously. Okay. Not unrelated. I believe it's, it's I mean, like Eau Rouge is because of the creek that flows underneath of that yeah. area. So. But how pretty is Eau Rouge, though? Mm. But Eau Rouge is such a badass name for a creek, even. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone, like, maybe the best corner in motorsport. Yeah. Well, like, think about it. Like, your first three, you have La Source, Eau Rouge, Radion, and the Camel Strait within 30 seconds, 20 seconds at the yeah. start of that Grand Prix. It's just pure chaos. I will say this year was a much cleaner race start, thanks to the gravel traps. The gravel traps. For the, um, I believe they added it for super bikes. Where yeah. they had to make changes. Super for bikes are, are making a lot of changes to the tracks for the better. Uh, for other motorsport. Yeah. 
Because they did well, it for uh, Austria too. I mean, you look at last year's start and cars just go in 17 different directions around the source and are out by the wall and in places. And this year was just clean. Yeah. yeah. Good racing. Um, but it, it, the whole thing makes me think, you know, with Adrian Newey and these cars, and he can produce such a good car. I mean, on an actual drawing board by hand, it's ridiculous. His drawing. And as an artist. Now that they have this engine that is insane, this Honda, I'm not going to call it a Red Bull engine because it's still a Honda. Honda's still providing so much support. Yeah. Yeah. If you go back, I mean, how many more championships would they have if they hadn't been using Renault engines and it had like even a Ferrari engine or a Mercedes? Because that car has always been good. But now it has the engine to match. All right. Yeah. So we got it's stuck. gonna be a scary thing going forward. We got stuck on lap one, <laughs> which happened right. a lot. Uh, now let's let's move on. Let's see, because I mean that lap was great. But then we have Latifi on lap three, where he decided to do Latifi things and that, <laughs> tackle Bottas. Right. He's like he needed to give him a big hug for his birthday, and he decided that that was the lap to do it. Yeah, he decided that um, he was just playing a different sport. He was playing Rocket League. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he just took the second part of the comb too fast. Dipped a couple wheels in the gravel and it was over. But it's further evidence he needs to go. It is just so on brand for Latifi now. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do. The fact that he continued racing. But Botas couldn't. That was a little sad for me. I like Botas, but yeah. another new gravel trap. Yep. I believe yep. that actually might have been there before, but not that close to the track. Yeah, I think they brought it. I feel like it was grass before. Not sure. We'll we'll, we'll revisit sure this. And we'll, I'll I'll put a note on that. Gravel or no gravel? Gravel, no gravel. Okay. Then we have, I mean, Verstappen charge was just ridiculous. We we mentioned that a little bit, but uh, he was uh, what is it, top four by lap seven? Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, he was into the points, I think, by lap eight. Um, but he recovered fourteen to eighth in one lap. Like, uh, people are saying that he might be the next Vettel on that. I mean, my opinion, he might be better, or the car might be better. One of the two. What are your thoughts? Uh, the 2013 Red Bull was was dominant, um, and this car, if it keeps going, could match that. Yeah, 13, 14 were dominant for two different teams, just with the regulations. But I mean, nine, ten, and eleven. Oh no, ten, eleven, and twelve were incredibly close championships decided sometimes by a point. So I think Vettel was better under pressure. He didn't have, but no, I can't even say that because you have things like multi-21 and other issues with Seb where he would kind of show cracks. Um, I think it's both. I think this car is much better. And I think Verstappen is much more secure and more confident in his drive. This whole team's been built around him. This car has been fundamentally changed from the beginning of the year it feels like to suit his driving style 
I th- I think also just having that first championship off his back, like it kind of get that monkey off the shoulder. You know what I mean? He's driving it's kinda much just like, Yeah, it's it's poised and precise. It's not really out of yeah. emotion anymore. He's um, not taking huge lunges because he just goes, "Well, I'll wait a lap and then I'll just beat him again." Yeah, and like, it's like, that, he knows that patience now. Yeah, it's scary what his focus can make get him. Yeah. And then he was P1 by lap 12. <laughs> Which is... If he would have told me that like, <laughs> he had a chance in this race, starting from 14, I would have been like, you're crazy. I would have thought points are a top five, no problem. But winning in such a dominant fashion, I, I did not see coming. I might have thrown his name off the wall to win at the beginning of the weekend just because he has been so good in that car, but... To but it would have to me it would have been like a last five laps pass, yeah, fighting strategy type moves to make up thirty seconds that accrues in the first two laps of a race between first and tenth. Sometimes, you know, you get a yeah. pit stop gap within five laps at places like that. Whereas for him to walk the entire field with ease is insanity. From yeah, 14. like yeah, like not even a third of the way through the race. Yeah. yeah, I was not expecting Watch. that. Uh, yeah. Like you all said, I didn't expect him. If he was going to fight for it, he was going to fight for it at the end, not just cruise. Yeah. After 12, he just cruised, and there was no stopping him. So he when he starts from yeah. pole this weekend, what's going to happen? He might lap the whole field. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, he drives well as Zanvoort. It's his home track. It, it's the, well, it's, yeah, it's his home track. I mean, yeah. It's you with that safety car not happening, like Ferrari would have been much more in it, but uh, more opportunities to get in their own way. Yeah. They just they keep finding a way. Always. Um, which, which they did in qualifying and in this race. But. Yeah. The wheel speed entry uh, or wheel speed sensor uh, problem for the pit entry. Is that what that was? I didn't even. That see. was. That was. That's what, what got him penalized for. Was uh, he got five second penalty for speeding in the pit lane? Wasn't like a kilometer over too. It was one kilometer over. That's it. Yeah, but it's because of the overheating issue on that brake, uh, or the <laughs> uh, wheel speed sensor. Wheel that has the wheel speed sensor. Max for stepping again. Yep. Just thinking way ahead. Just yeah, just one step ahead. Yeah. If you've ever seen a moment to encapsulize an entire season for one team, it has to be that for Ferrari. I mean, just not even that. Like, It's like, what were they thinking? Trying to pit him to go for fastest lap. That's what I mean. Like, You go for the fastest lap. Behind Alonso. You miss it. You miss it by six tenths. <laughs> Which, yeah. in this sport, just is not get, close, by the way. No. <laughs> just to get, and not even around there, Like they're running what, like, 130, 135-ish laps. I thought, I thought it was 139 was yeah. the fastest lap of this okay. race. It was a 139. So if you take 139, right? So you're talking about the fact that he missed that by still six more tenths. Yeah. Just to get a five-second penalty to put you back into sixth. Yeah. Yeah. What the no. hell? It's, I don't even know, like, if... 
I used to think it was just Charles' bad luck, just everything that's happened to him this year, but I, I think it's mostly not even his fault. The strategist just going after him. Like, they were just asking it. They were just giving away everything on the radio at the beginning. Hey, do you want to pit for these tires? How do you feel about these? Do you want to come in now? Do you want to come in five laps? Do you want to go for two stops, three stops, one stop? Like that was wild. I was I never. I mean, I'm not the. I haven't seen F one, but it, that was ridiculous. They are building their strategy as the race is going on. It's not even pre-planned anymore. Which is like you can do that, but you don't tell the driver in subsequently the entire grid what you're doing you can say hey yeah. we're gonna throw out the strategy and we want you to box right now and this is what we want out of you going forward but you keep yeah. some cards back plan g brother you don't you know? just hand the entire deck to Red Bull and say hey pick what you want right i think uh and i think leclerc should be more assertive also the way he did not when when they ask him, you want to pit so we can go the fastest lap? And he said, no, I don't think it's worth the risk, but I'll box if you tell me to. I think he should be like, we've seen Lewis do it, we've seen other drivers do it, be like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And they would have gotten that fifth spot. But I think what you would have had is Mercedes, for example, since you kind of went with Lewis. Bono and that team would have run the numbers and seen that, you know, 50-50 shot, we get fastest lap. It's not worth pitting and risking losing this position because it's not guaranteed. Mercedes operates tends to operate on like those guaranteed type scenarios, which can get them in a lot of trouble and put them behind where Red Bull will kind of flow more. But Ferrari just seems to just throw it against the wall and see what sticks. That's a good, that's a good way of putting it. Right, one... Or, you know, just react to whatever Red Bull wants them to do. Yeah. So one more mention. Uh, we got to mention Ocon's double pass. I think that was on Vettel and Gasly. I believe that was... It was good. He has those moments where he just shines. Like, yeah. It's, it's some moments you're just like, man, if this guy had a Mercedes, like, he'd be great. And then sometimes you're just like, I cannot, I cannot stand this guy being in a car. Yeah, he has moments. There's you get one sure. or the other. Yeah, yeah. You get the moments where he should be driving the Merc, and the moments where he shows that why he's not driving it. Yep. But I'll give him, I'll give him props for that one. That was so so fun to see. It's a good move. And then Max won by what? Almost eighteen seconds. Eighteen seconds. 18 seconds when he turned off before the end of the race and was just cruising. Yeah, and then did a burnout on the final at the bus stop. <laughs> Not entirely sure if that was intentional. Yeah, it, uh, it a, a drift around the final quarter is pretty intentional. I mean, he's it done it like before. It was half, half intentional, but hit that car got pretty sideways. All right. More sideways than a Formula car should go. <laughs> But the counterpoint, he could have really done a 360 and still won. <laughs> yeah. come, come to the just, pit. Just like the last race. Come to the just pit like the last and keep, keep winning. Yeah, he should have just finished in the pit lane at pit speed. Who cares? <laughs> just pull in, just stop right at the one, get out, walk across the finish line. Yeah. Right. It was just... This is one of those races you're going to look back on and be like, that was crazy. That was a crazy race. Yeah. 
but definitely excited for Zanvort coming up. I, I do like that track with all the banking. We got Zanvort next uh, next week. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your final thoughts, I guess, since we ran we're over the race? Or anything you want to add? Zanvort. <sighs> I um I'll be interested to see who comes in second. <laughs> yeah. Because um unless Verstappen Rex he's going to walk the field again. This unless... This track is so interesting um because it doesn't feel big enough for formula cars to me. It's not. Um, when I've raced it on Sims, like I love the track. It's a lot of fun. But the sections like after I think turn four or five, it's really narrow. <laughs> yeah, the it is really narrow. Track is stupidly narrow. Like uh, even for the F1 2021, which is the last game that I played in that series, it's there's that DRS section at the back. But good luck. Yeah, it, good luck even fitting two cars into that section effectively and safely. Well, I race it with the GT3 cars, and it's still tight. Yeah. Well, I, you can do it, but it's tight. Yeah, I just found out that Sambor was not on the calendar for the longest time. But mm-hmm. seeing it last year, I thought, like, from that atmosphere, just from the TV, I thought it was, like, a normal calendar thing. But I just found out it hasn't been there since 1985 before last year. Yeah, I mean, you go back and the people you're watching race there are, like, Alain Prost and those guys. I mean... The reprofiling is what added the banking too to some of those turns. It used to be fairly flat beyond the actual elevation change. You didn't have the bank turns. So, have you guys seen the changes they're making to this race? I saw there's some uh, gravel resin. Yeah, they're putting in a, like a fake gravel trap. It's like a, I think it's eight inch sections beyond the curb, so that way they're that way it's still like counts as off the track but it doesn't kick up a bunch of gravel so because when we profiled it their gravel would kick right into the racing line yep so uh they're trying that out um and then also in fp1 they're doing a drs test where the drs starts in the corner of the last corner who's gonna be the first to total a car yeah who's gonna open that flap and like We'll lose the, the whole car changes. Yeah. Well, Mick or Latifi, that's what my money's on. Because that, that's say... a pretty intense turn, so if they're going to start that DRS, it had to be almost on the exit. Yeah, I just I don't know when they're going to start it, but they said they are extending it into the curve. Hmm. It's a DRS test, though. They said FP1. I don't know if it goes well, if they'll do it in the race. I know that they've messed around the DRS zones during the practices and then applied them to the race if necessary. Uh, I think it was Australia this year. They did that whole zone. They, uh, they had that third DRS zone. They just, or fourth, I think they just completely got rid of, Oh, they got rid of, that's right. I forgot about that. All right. Are we going to touch on any of the rumors regarding Alpine? I was going to ask if that, if you guys wanted to, we have. Um, my head's been in the sand on that one, so you guys might have to take it away. All right, Lee, 
Lead, lead. <laughs> so Alpine is now, ex well, obviously Ricardo is officially out. Um, Alpine is fully expecting to win their court case. That might just be boisterous wor wording, but they're also expecting that Piastri will not drive for them anyways at this point. So they're going to take him to court for money for developing him. The rumor I saw this week that made me laugh pretty heavily was um, them going for Gasly. If you good. think mm. Ocon and Alonso can be toxic together, if you think Ocon and Checo were a bad combo at the end, wait until you see Ocon and Gasly. They hate each other already. From, so, like, carding days. Okay, so I am updated on this a little bit. I heard a counter theory that says Mick to Alpine and Ricardo to Haas. Mick is Ocon's choice, and he has vocalized that in the media, yeah. which doesn't surprise me because he wants to be the number one driver and he wants yeah. a number two. And Mick is a nice guy and will get out of the way for Ocon's bullshit. Right. For, for now. For now. Right. But can you can you just imagine the Daniel and Gunther Steiner? I want that. I want that to happen. And you know Daniel Ricardo would just win one race so he can get uh, Gunther to tattoo his on his body. <laughs> Crash the field. Daniel Ricardo going uh, winning a race at Haas. Come on. Getting the shoey going and just walking right up to um, Zach Brown. Zach Brown. Here you go. And just pouring it on his head. Oh, we can dream, though. We can dream. I think that is like the least bloody way out of all of this. Let, you know, let Piastri go to McLaren. Where? Get your money out of him. Whatever. Yeah. Take Mick. Do what you will with him. Put him in a little bit better car. Cardo, get his groove back at Haas. See where it goes. And that would leave I mean, one seat open with the Williams. Who do you put there? Who's leaving Williams? Hopefully Latifi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're doing our hopeful lead. Okay. I mean, um, Alvin's got a two-year contract. Latifi's uncontracted next year. Correct. As of now. Um... Yeah, Albon shouldn't go anywhere. He's he's done very well in that car. Daniel and Kevin Magnussen together would produce would develop a hell of a car with those two drivers. Yeah, as long as the team could afford it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe Ricardo would need to take a pay cut to go to Haas. I mean, he he brings sponsors. He brings eyeballs. Yeah, he brings fans. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter where that man lands; he's bringing yeah. fans. He's Ricardo, bring I would imagine, pro probably want to go to Alpine, but I know Ocon will veto that if he can, because he doesn't want a challenger again. Exactly, that is my thoughts. I thought Alpine would be like the for sure like prodigal son story, like take take Daniel back, give him his shot at redemption, but I. I just don't see it happening with Ocon. No. Yeah. 
any other rumors that we've that you know of, Bleed? Off the top of my head, not so. Well, I know that um, McLaren offered Ricardo an IndyCar seat. Did not know. And he, Zach pretty much said that, I think without mentioning the words IndyCar, Zach mentioned they had offered him another seat in another series, and it was intimated that it was IndyCar, and he turned that down pretty quickly, stating, and he was asked in the, I know he was asked in the lead-up to last weekend about IndyCar, and he said he still has a hunger Formula 1. It's where he wants to be. It's the only place he wants to be. That's fair. Which sucks, because I would have been at Mid-Ohio in about three seconds next year to watch Grosjean and Ricardo fight it out. I, w- I would love to see that, honestly. Um, if, especially if you can't find like a good seat in Formula 1. Yeah. IndyCar and is IndyCar not a bad is, way to spend your time. It's not. It's a spec series, so it really is on the driver and the team to set it up and mm. make the difference. Would love to see him go to like, I mean, if Grosjean's gonna be at Andretti, take Ricardo to Penske and have a Penske Andretti fight again, like the old days in IndyCar. Oh, well, you hear it here first. Ricardo's not going anywhere yet. Hopefully, his own <laughs> words. Not if he has anything to do with it. Right. All right, now we get to the final thoughts. Uh, let's start with Plead. Interesting this week coming out that Porsche and with Red Bull is not as for sure as it was supposedly rumored. So I'm curious to see where that goes going forward. Loki? Um, my final thoughts are... Crazy race. First off, Spa was awesome. Um, one of my favorite tracks. You know, got to see world-class driving and drama along the way. Always fun. Um, really excited for Zambord. Um, really excited for that. I love the track. Uh, I actually missed watching that one last year, uh, so I'm not going to do that this year. All right. My final thoughts are, I think Max is just going to do a one-minute uh, lap, lap on, around everybody. And also, Loki's dirty stash looks amazing. Uh, if you want to see it, go to the YouTube. <laughs> and I'll be posting it on TikTok as well. <laughs> Check out my dirty stash on YouTube and TikTok. Um, it's only going to be here fans. like a week more, I think. Only fans. You want to plug in something before we leave? So actually, I want to jump on this comment we got on one of the videos from last week. You may know which one I'm talking about already, but I'm just going to throw this grenade in the middle of the room and walk away from it. Oh, I love it. Um, Let's see here. So obviously, people arguing Miami shouldn't be on the calendar, at least shouldn't have to race in America, which I agree with. The tracks that were rumored to be, or people wanting to keep, I'm glad Spa got the extension. They need it. Um, I could see a French GP. I don't want to see it at Paul Ricard. But the actual grenade is Monaco needs to be off the calendar. Well, we may have to talk about that one next week. Uh, I want to see what people say about that one. Leave a comment because we want to talk about this one. Uh, 
All right, uh, we will see you next time. Loki, please thank you again. Always having. I'm Jaco. And this was a. Uh, we will come for this. <laughs> 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 All right, thank you guys.